So after the background we discussed the last two weeks, we're ready to, talk, talk, we're ready to start talking about mitzvahs. Emes is a lot of uh, different orders we could go in. I think the most straightforward order is to go in the order of the Rambam. The Rambam was our first Rishon who gives us a list of the mitzvahs. The other Rishonim who discussed it are either based on the Rambam, such as the Sefer Achinuch, who based the Sefer on the Rambam, or the Ramban, who him, starts with the Rambam, comes to argue with him. So it's an easy starting point to discuss the mitzvahs. And like again, we'll, we'll discuss each mitzvah, what the Makar is for it. And then when we discuss the timing, like we spoke, there's four areas to look into timing and mitzvahs. The one being the Pshat, the Nafkimin, the mitzvah has in how Kodesh Baruch sets this world up. And the second being the Jewish we spoke about, which is how it affects the person. The third, when we know it, not always, the Remez. In other words, the functions Mitzvah played, even though the Mitzvah was there before the Bria, but based on what later would happen in the world. And I see the Soyed understanding a little bit the effect, the, as much as we're able to, the effect of Mitzvah has in Shemai. Okay, so the first Mitzvah, the Shittah Sarambam, he calls the Mitzvah Rishayna, Yatsivu Yashitivon, Rahim, and Arakus. The Tsivui, and the Hashem was the Tsavas, to be having more than that, there's Hashem. The first cause. He makes everything happen. He runs everything in the world. And what's the current Torah for this? When Hakadosh Baruch introduces himself to Hashem Sinai, and he says, Now, before we get to the time of the mitzvah, just a bit of background. There's a very big machlekes between the Rishonim. Is the line Hashem a mitzvah or not? Because the Shari is always just introduction. Hashem is introducing himself to us. He's about to give us the mitzvah, so he introduces himself on who's speaking. And now I'm going to give you mitzvahs. Or it's a mitzvah in its own right. Because normally mitzvahs are in the category of what Hashem says to do or not to do. Right? For example, just as Hashem says Right? Later on, the, we have don't worship it, keep Shabbos, don't do this, do that. A mitzvah comes in the, with a, either a commandment to do or not to do. Whereas over here, there's no commandment. It's just a, a statement. In other words, there's no passage which says you must believe in Hashem. Or you should recognize Hashem, whatever the last is going to be. It's just the last of Hashem talking in first person. And therefore, there are those who show him learn that this is an introduction. It's not necessarily a mitzvah in its own right. The, the Rambam's Raya that this is a mitzvah is refer to Gemara. The Gemara says at the end of Marcus that Torah is Gematria 611. And then for Torah Tzivah Don and Moshe, 611 mitzvahs we got from Moshe because the first we heard directly from Hashem. And therefore, it's only Torah Tzivah Don and Moshe. Moshe told us number 611. How does everyone else know what's the first? How do you get 10 of the first? One second. So before the, the 10. So here the Ram says, you see that they have 613 mitzvahs. The Gemara is telling us 611 we heard from Moshe. Two we heard from Hashem. So you see, Anachi is called the mitzvah we heard from Hashem. Okay. If that's okay, it's also a Sarasa Debris. We start with Anachi Hashem Lekech, which we heard from Hashem. That's the accepted Mahalach, which came out all the Rishonim work with. The Anachi is coming out as a mitzvah. So the Chinuch says, the Ramban says, and all other children after that, just to put in the sugya, 
the Bahaku argues, and he says that, that that's not that's not counted on the mitzvahs. So how's he going to explain the Gemara? So he says that Pashat in the second Dibra there's two mitzvahs. There's La Yalakhalim Akharim and Latishtahvilahim. So he makes the second Dibra into two, which gets you some Tasaris of Dibras. And Alakh is not counted, Alakh is just an introduction to Tasaris, the other mitzvahs. Okay, but now we're going with the Chitta of the Rambam and Kimat Ulder Rishonim, that Anaychi is a mitzvah. So if we get the time of the mitzvah, what's the mitzvah Machayev? What's the mitzvah Machayev? What's Hashem telling us to do? So the Ramban here, in, in, in the Sefer, the Ramban, he brings the Chazal. And that Chazal says, Midrash in more than one place, when Klai Yisrael, Kana Mitzrayim, they told the Kodesh Baruch Hu, Guzara Lein Xeris. Make the crease, tell us what you want us to do. And Hashem said, no. Except my malchus, except my authority. And then if you want to do that, then we can talk about Xeris. So you see, there's a two step process. It wasn't directly Akhadish Baruch who told us to Makai Mitzvah. There was a step before that, Hashem told us, except malchus, except Akhadish Baruch's authority. Literally, his rulership, his kingship. Oh, so then the Ramban explains that the gather of Anaycha Shemalaikacha is. That therefore we have to makabal Akadish Baruch as a man. And that's why it says, the Pasuk says that in the words of Shayat Sesikha Meres Nitzrayim. Because until now you were slaves to Paray. Until now you were slaves to Paray. And when Akadish Baruch took us out of Mitzrayim, it said instead of being slaves to Paray, we should now be serving him. So Kiru, the, the introduction, that's what it says, Shayat Sesikha Meres Nitzrayim, you came from being slaves of Paray into now being to serve Hashem. And therefore the Mechaev the of the first Debur, if you feel this, is Mechaev of Malchus. The Emesis of the Gemara says this also. The Gemara says that when Pari wanted to let the Jewish people go, so it says that the night of the Messias Mitzrayim, so what did he say? What was his, what was his, like his declaration of freedom for the Jewish people? He didn't say, guys, go, you're all free to go wherever you want. What he said was, until now you are Mahavodim, now you have the Asha. And Klaus well said, Haluk Halu have the Asha. Which is the first line of the Halu. Okay, so that, that's so therefore so the Mikhaev of Imuna is the Makabu Malchus. Now there's a very big difference between just saying that you have to know that there's Hashem or saying that you Mikhaev Makabu Malchus. Because knowing that Hashem is something which is uh, on the level of a person's thoughts, a person's understanding. A person's cycle. The Makabal Malchus is a Mechaev, which means I'm, ob- I'm obligating myself to obey what I'm told. If I'm in Makabal Malchus, then I'm in Mechaev myself. And therefore, we see from the Ramban that the mitzvah of Imunah isn't just the mitzvah of know that there's Hashem. Feel that you can understand it logically or that you accept the, the idea. It's more than that. It's the Makabal that the Kodesh Baruch is a Melech. And therefore, that I'm Makabal myself, I'm going to listen to Hashem. Okay, so that's the introduction, what the mitzvah is. What the mitzvah is. The Rambam, the Rambam doesn't say that so clearly. The Rambam says the mitzvah is, The Rambam puts the mitzvah more in, in the understanding. In Kabbalah, that's, there is a Kodesh Baruch who is in charge. Okay, so now we go to the time of mitzvah. is when he brings the mitzvah in Mona, so he says something very short, which I want to explain today. He says, you don't explain the mitzvah. This is the basis of Yiddishkeit. 
Now, it doesn't just mean that this is the base of Yiddishkeit in the sense that, of course, the first thing is we have to accept with Hashem before we accept um, everything He tells us. But there's something much more here. This is the identity of a person who is a Jew. And again, quoting the Rambam. The Rambam writes in his introduction to Shemona Prakim that somebody who is, who is Makabal Emona is part of Klai Yisrael. And if that's the case, the mitzvah supply to him, that's of Hatzach whatever else it is, is part of Klai Yisrael. And he says a person who is not Makabal Emona is not part of Klai Yisrael. And therefore we don't, and then he explains how does the Rambam know this. The Rambam has an uh, excellent rhyme, excellent proof. He has the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, "Kol Yisrael Yeshlem Chayik Adam Abba." All of Klai Yisrael have a Chayik Adam Abba. Ve'elu, and these are the people who don't have Chayik Adam Abba. Who don't have Chayik Adam Abba. And that is, a person who doesn't believe in Hashem, doesn't believe in Torah, doesn't believe in Hashem, whatever it's going to be. Now, one second. What you didn't say, "Ve'elu Sheyeshlem Chayik Adam Abba." Ve'elu Sheyeshlem. The Mishnah doesn't say these are the ones that have a Chayik Adam Abba and these ones who don't. The Mishnah says, "Kol Yisrael Yeshlem Chayik Adam Abba." All of Klai Yisrael has. And now, and these don't, so who are they? So the Rambam is the Daik, the Mishnah. They don't call Yisrael. Kal Yisrael is someone who has, a, is, is by definition, that is in the category of Hayek Hayek If someone's not in that category, then he's not in the category of Kal Yisrael either. And therefore he says he loses the status as Kal Yisrael. Which means the definition of someone's identity as Kal Yisrael is that he's Makabal Ma'achas Hashem. That's what the Chinuch says. It's not just the first mitzvah. It's, it's the identity mitzvah. Identifies us as Klai Yisrael. If you think about this for a minute, and what other way is it is there to identify a person, not as an individual, but as part of a group? But if you consider yourself a citizen of whatever country, it's kind of, consider yourself American. What makes you American? In fact, you speak the language, it's not a right. A lot of people don't speak the language, or a lot of people do speak the language anywhere else in the world. If you're going to say that it's a, it's a social culture, that also doesn't prove anything. So what, what, what defines you as being a, a part of a country? So the answer to that is, pretty much, in any country, what does the country itself require? If a person wants to become a citizen of the country, what they ask you for? They don't, they don't ask you for... In any small detail, they ask one thing: allegiance to the throne, allegiance to the crown, allegiance to the constitution, allegiance to the flag, whatever they're going to call. The, the, the idea of that country's power, that country's authority, they want you to accept the authority of the country you're in. Right? If you want to be a citizen, then the basic way of being a citizen is you respect the authority or you accept the, the, legislation, the legislation of whatever that country is going to be. Call it in Carl Wall, you want it the same idea. If that's the case, Klaus works the same way. If you want to be part of Klai Yisrael, what do we tell a ger? What do we tell a ger? You want to become part of Klai Yisrael, you want to accept, so to speak, Yiddishkeit. So what do you mean to accept? You accept the Makabal, that a Klai Yisrael is Mitzavim, and I will do everything is Mitzavim, which is a Nusuk we tell the ger. That a Makabal, that's right, that a Klai Yisrael is Mitzavim, even I don't know what it is yet, but a Makabal to do. Hashem said that's a Makabal. In other words, the identity of Klai Yisrael, again, isn't on a specific point. The identity of Klai Yisrael is allegiance to Hashem. And therefore, the acceptance of Anoich Hashem Elekecha is accepting the legions to Hashem. Now, where you see this is when HaKadosh Baruch Hu offered us the Torah. Right at the beginning. He didn't offer us any specific mitzvah except the fact that we listen to Hashem. That's all. 
You're going to listen to what I say, you'll keep my covenant. What are the details? What does it include? That's, that's irrelevant to making the covenant. The covenant was going, is that you, we're willing to listen to what Hashem says. The morale here in, in Tiferes says something very deep. It's a do that Hashem offered the Torah to the Goyim also. And the Goyim's response, like in the Chazal, was Maxibba. What does it say in the Torah? And Hashem found each nation the one mitzvah which would be extremely hard, if not impossible, for them to keep. And uh, the question is, why was Hashem trying to actively discourage them? If you want to find, if you want people to accept something, so then other rabbis should tell them the things which are easy for them, and then afterwards understand that the other things also. But if I'm going to start with the hardest thing for you to keep, so you, it's, it's just pushing people away. It just makes them more difficult. You can imagine it's happening in the Kirov setting. If a person shows some interest in Yiddishkeit and you look for the mitzvah, which is going to be the hardest thing for you, so this is what's involved. You're going to lose him. That's why was it that Hashem tried to engineer it like and find them the things that are hardest for them? And the Maral said that was just the, that was just the result. They had already lost the chance to keep the Torah. They already lost the chance to keep the Torah when they asked Max Sibley. Because that means you're not, you're not willing to accept Malchus. If you're willing to accept authority, that doesn't make a difference what it says. If you, authority means whatever it says you keep. And where do you ask one second? We want to decide. This, yes, this, not. So there's no authority. Then it's up to me to decide what I want to do or not want to do. So there was just a things that had to push them away. They had lost the chance to get the Torah. But Rabbi Yenna writes the same thing in the beginning of Shari Trevor. In, uh, in his words, Im Omar If a servant's going to say, Everything he told me to do, I'll do, but not that not, that I'm not prepared to do, he's not an Ever anymore. Because that just means well, it's up to me. And other things I'm willing to do, and some things I'm not willing to do. So I'm going to decide. You're not an Ever. The idea of an Ever is I have to accept authority. So what I'm told to do, I'm going to do. And that's the that's the Hakdama. That being a Kabbal Malchus by Hashem means. Means being a couple that what Hashem tells me to do, I'm going to do. And that's why I'm going back to Chazal Yisrael. That's why the idea of Chazal Yisrael says Gzaral and Gzaris. Chazal Yisrael says, the Commander says, they said Hashem tells me what I to do. What are, what are the decrees? What are the rules? Hashem says, no. Kabbal Malchus. First, I'm a couple Malchus because others are not giving me Gzaris. Why? Because if you're not a couple Malchus, then every Xerah is all weighed up in one thing. It's something we want, it's something we don't want. It's like we're willing to accept, we're willing to listen to what you have to say. But we'll decide if it's something practical for us or not. And it's not going to work. The first has to come, Kabbalah Malchus, which means be Makabal, you accept whatever it's going to be, regardless. And if that's okay, then it will give us theirs. So, let's start from there. Let's go back to what we said before. We're talking about time amethyst. We'll start with the Drush level, which means why is this important for the person? So, here it's very simple. This is the Chinuch, so in the Rambam. The, the reason why this is an important mitzvah for the person is because this is the, this, the foundation on which all the other mitzvahs can be built. In other words, if every mitzvah is going to be presented as this is what Hashem wants, and decide if you think it's appropriate or not, or if you want to do it or not, then there's not a part of any mitzvahs. The foundation of everything is that the person is in the situation that I'm willing to accept whatever you tell me. I'm willing to tell whatever you tell me because that, that's what Malchus means. You decide and I'm going to listen. The, the clarity of the mitzvah of the Munna of Kabul Malchus is really the back, is really the starting point which is Maksha the person of Kabul everything else. Is Maksha the person of Kabul everything else because if it's in the setting that whatever Hashem is going to say we're going to do that's being Kabul Malchus. Okay, so that, that's in the Kulim inside the person. Agav, you see this. You see this. And that is there's a difference in the mindset of a person who approaches Torah as a mitzvah. 
a mitzvah, and therefore the Torah says, I have to do. Or a person who approaches the Torah as, I'm willing to listen and I'll decide if it works for me or not. The first category is a person who's a makabu. The second category is not. Even if it, it actually works with him, it makes sense. He, he likes that mitzvah. You know, he, he's willing to go along with it. But it's not in the category, it's not in the situation, or it's not in the position of, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's and that's why I'm doing It's in the situation of, oh, makes sense, why not, I'm happy to try. Or, it, it, it actually lines up with my plan as well, so it's mutually beneficial. That's not a, that's not the mahalik of being a kavam afus. Therefore, the, without the person, the, the what's matched the whole Torah is the is the, is the fact that the person is willing to makabel to do whatever Hashem says. Now we said kalasha dev Hashem nice to nishma. Now, yeah. The first nakuda, the first nakuda in the makayim the mitzvahs. If a person wants firstly to makayim the mitzvah of the makabel afus. Is every time a person does a mitzvah, I'm being mitzvah. I'm doing what Kashmachah wants me to do. The ikadin of mitzvah shechas kavana, which I've explained last time, kavana means that I'm that this is what Hashem wants, and I'm doing what Hashem wants. That's mekayim the tivi of mekavel malchus. That's mekayim the tivi of mekavel malchus because I'm I'm saying myself, I'm I'm this is what Hashem saying to do. That's what I'm doing. And the more people naturally don't think about that because just do things like always without thinking. But I don't know. First wants to machazik ve'emona. The best way to machazik ve'emona is to get used to thinking like that. I'm doing this because that's what Hashem wants. Kachtiv Hashem. That's what Hashem wants. Hindi mukhan mazumin to last us for twenty years barach. Whatever nusach you want to use, it's the same idea. I'm doing this because that's what Hashem Baruch Hu wants. Mr. Tzvidias the Chinuch says because any time a person thinks about that, I'm accountable to what Hashem wants, even if I don't have a mitzvah to do right now. But if, I were, if Hashem would tell me this thing, I would do it. I'm a kavod in the mitzvah. Kavodas malchus doesn't rely on only when there's a tivun. It's the fact that I'm willing to accept. There's so many other basic points of hashkafa. One to part of the ikrimana. For example, the fact that klayis was the amanivcha. It's not a basic point in hashkafa. The klayis was separate. Klayis was special. Why is it one of the ikrimana? Just an example. I can give you other examples also. The answer is, the answer is. Ikra Yemuna focus on Bimakabal Ma'achos Hashem. Anything to do with Bimakabal Ma'achos Hashem, that's part of Ikra Yemuna. The other points which are important are central parts of our Ashkafa. If they don't deal with what Bimakabal as being the, what we need to Bimakabal as being the, the Am Hashem, of, uh, what we need to Bimakabal of Hashem, so to speak, so then it's not part of Ikra Yemuna. It's Ashkafa, it's important, but it's not, uh, a Yiddish guy doesn't hinge on that. Or let's say, in different words, our citizenship as, um, as part of Klai Yisrael doesn't depend on that. Okay, that's the first one we're going to talk about. Now the next point. I'm going to jump now. We spoke about why it's, what, what it gives the person. Now I'm going to jump to different points. We'll come back to the others. I want to talk a little bit about on the side level, which means the nafkamina. The nafkamina. So the Rambam says something. He says this in the Chesulachim Parish. You're you I don't remember. But he says something unbelievable. And the Rambam is talking about the Shemesh Menach. And Ham says that a, mit, a guy who is Makayim, the Shevet Mitzvah, the Noach, will get rewarded, Vuhu, on condition that the reason he's keeping them is because Kach Tiv Moshe the guy have to keep. Kach Tiv Moshe the guy have to keep. In other words, a guy who has some his own internal moral compass, and he feels murder is wrong, and he feels stealing is unethical, and he feels that there should be a justice system because otherwise society collapses, he's getting no reward for that. Being no reward for that. 
Rambam says clearly that if, if, if a guy wants to be rewarded with Shemus Renayach, it's because he's Makayimah, because that's what he was Mitzvah to do as a guy. Now, why? Why? So this brings us to a certain level of understanding, which is Nagaya for Asas Yidin also. And that is, the side of Sechar, and the first level of Sechar is, Sechar comes because you did what Hashem wanted you to do. So Kodesh Baruch is paying you for loyalty, paying you for obedience, paying you for listening to what Hashem wanted. If I decided to do something because I thought it was the right thing to do, good for you, what's I going to do with Hashem? I decided that uh, I'm, I'm off-put by eating live animals. It's something which is... Anyway, I'd be a vegan if I could. Right? So what's I going to do with Hashem? You decided this is your personal preference, this is your personal uh, squeamishness about eating live animals. Okay, don't eat live animals. Why are you going for that? What's the shaitan? But if a person does something because kach tzivu Hashem, so he made that I'm listening, then I'm obeying an order. If that's the case, uh, I, I, I have a right, so to speak, to ask to be rewarded for being obedient, for listening to being loyal. Accepting authority. The Ram says this about mitzvahs menach, but in the sense it applies by us also. And that is, a mitzvah that a person does because it suited them, or because it was convenient, or because it was enjoyable, doesn't give that much reward. Doesn't give that much reward. Because, okay, so it so happens that your, your, your personal agenda right now, what Hashem wanted, lined up, so I did it. Okay? Now, it doesn't, it's not no reward because Klai Yisrael are considered to be Mamini. So there's always a basic point of listening to Hashem. But that's there for the Jew who's not a Neb Chamaimi, a Kofer. He's in the same position. He's going to say, but I gave charity. You gave charity because you felt guilty. You gave charity because you lacked the people running the cause, whatever the reason is. You can't, you can't ask for Sechari if there was no basis of that I'm listening to Hashem wants me to. And therefore, the Kabbalah's Malchus is that not just enough community for the person. The Kabbalah's Malchus is the ticket to Allah Haba. Because if you want to be rewarded, you're being rewarded for listening to Hashem. And if that's the case, the, the starting point, we're listening to Hashem, now put everything we do in the framework we're listening to Hashem. And now, we'll add one more point. There's a din of Eino Mitzvah V'Aiseh. Look now. There's a din of Mitzvah V'Aiseh, Eino Mitzvah V'Aiseh. And we know that a Mitzvah V'Aiseh gets more schar because he's obeying Hashem. I want to hear Kiddush. Even the Eino Mitzvah V'Aiseh gets schar because even if I'm not mitzvah, but I'm doing this because I know this is what Hashem wants. Ain't a mitzvah, which I'm doing for my own personal agenda, has nothing to do with the mitzvah. You didn't want to do it. To, okay, don't do it. Do do it. It's up to you. If, you. if you're not mitzvah anyway, so you're doing things on your own, on your own choice, what's good with Hashem? The idea of any mitzvah is, I'm not in the category that Hashem was behind me, but I know this is what Hashem wants. So you may not want to do what Hashem wants. So I'm not mitzvah, so I'm not as obligated, but that's what I'm saying. The lady decides to listen to Shafer. And then he decides to shake the lulav. And then he decides to learn halacha, whatever it's going to be. She's in a mitzvah. But Lamaisa, why is she doing this? Because she knows Hashem wants people to do this. Not me, I'm not mechuyah, but this is something Hashem wants. So we made it, I'm putting myself in the category of trying to do what Hashem wants. Good, I get tired for that. But if it's not to do with Hashem bichal, it's just my personal preference on the topic. That's how two things come together. The same mission which we learn from, that the basis of being Klal Yisrael is being a maimin. Kol Yisrael is whoever has the Munah of Kal Yisrael is the Kol Yisrael Yeshlim Chayim Klal because that same Munah is a ticket to Olam That same Munah is the ticket to Olam which means because I'm a Kabul to do what Hashem wants we made it and that what identifies me as a citizen of Kal Yisrael I'm accepting the authority of Hashem that gives me Olam because Olam comes for listening to Hashem and there has to be that first point first but I find that uh, on the there's more to say on the next time but on the side level 
on the spiritual level of what are we achieving with the mitzvah? Everything. Everything. And everything we do is in the category of listening to Hashem. So now we, we have the Olam Abba to work with. Without that, what's the going to do with Hashem? There's no working for Olam Abba. And you made it the same mitzvah which brings us the citizenship of Kai Yisrael, which connects us to Mikabal Malchus, also entitles us to the benefits of the Malchus, which is the reward Hashem is going to give us.